Welcome back, everybody, to the Phone Call Podcast. My name is Spencer, and I'm joined here by my co-host, Kyle. Hello. We're here to talk to you about the... I was going to say turkey for some reason, but we're talking about the Mexican Grand Prix. Mm Mm-hmm. So. So? (laughs) Am I starting? It was a good race. It was pretty good. Yep. I liked it. Didn't watch it. No. I watched um part of it. Sorry. As um, in highlights? <laughs> as in highlights. Um but I kind of feel like it was that kind of race you could get by with that. Mm-hmm. No, it was it was like it was very much like the last two like in U- the US and Turkey where beginning was exciting and the end was exciting, mm-hmm. but other than that, like in the middle, there was a little bit of like, okay, is everything going to pan out the way it should? Um, certain things did, certain things didn't. We'll get into that a little bit later, but poor Valtteri Bottas. True, true that. So, um, before we get into that, some discussion uh, first is some news. I think it came out before the weekend just yeah. before the weekend started i believe you're right the uh chinese grand prix extended their deal with the f- the fia until 2025 to mm-hmm. host uh, a chinese grand prix which is awesome that's exciting i always like a good old chinese grand prix fortunate unfortunate that we haven't seen it for the last two years yeah basically um but yeah that's some just some news um otherwise i think that's it for news let's jump into uh overall thoughts of the race well actually let's start with um let's start with our predictions okay and our our qualifying predictions so let's work through the weekend here okay work through the weekend from the beginning so actually if we work through the weekend um we could talk about practices and stuff too. I don't oh. know. <laughs> well, I don't know what to really say about practices. That they, they kind of all they just practiced. They just I don't know. There wasn't any drama that came out of practices, really. Not that I remember. Did you see the um? Who was it? It was the was it Leclerc signs that spun? Oh, and Leclerc then, spun, and then, and then yeah, Paris, Sergio like did yeah. the exact same thing. Yeah. <laughs> it's like those uh, you always see those memes where it's like the Sergio. Oh, Leclerc is spun in front of me. Engineer, copy that. Sergio does oh, the same yeah. thing. So it's just kind of funny, yeah. Uh-huh. Good funny stuff. But yeah, no, definitely it was kind of funny. that I think that was like practice one too, so. Yeah, yeah, that was practice one. Getting the, they're just getting the kinks out. Otherwise, I got pretty excited. Practice three, the times. Oh, that's what I th- was thinking about. Oh, yeah. I was looking at the timing when practice three came out. Yeah. I think I posted it on the Instagram too. Yeah. So they were all running their qualifying programs i believe and yeah sergio topped the tables in qualifying on the softs and that got me really excited um and i'm sure it got the crowd they're pretty excited the oh, crowd yeah. there was electric all awesome time. so it was really awesome for him um so then with that we had our qualifying predictions last episode i said a max sergio lewis qualification and Kyle, you said... Max Sergio Bottas. Max Sergio Bottas. So we only differed on the third position. Which? And we just each chose one of the Mercedes. Yeah. And we both got them completely wrong anyways. <laughs> yeah. And it was a Bottas-Lewis Verstappen qualification. Mm-hmm. Um, it was like... 
It was a surprising one. Uh, although I guess it was because of the drama that we had. I guess we should talk about that drama, that qualification drama. Yeah, was we're Sunoda's um, fault. Yeah, I don't know. Red Bull really put the blame on Sunoda. That's really what happened. What it was like for those that don't know, maybe they didn't watch qualifying. It was like sector three, and you had Sunoda and his Alphatari out in front of the two Red Bulls. And I don't know what he was doing. He just he just kind of he just kind of stopped driving on the track. And yeah. So, just made it tough for them to get by and yeah, so and post times that they needed to. Yeah. So. So it was distracting. So I'd be, it'd be I don't know, though. Like, because here's the thing. And we'll we'll get into it more again as we go into, like, the um, talk further into the race. But, like, did, like, do you actually think, like, Red Bull, like, quote, unquote, like, lost the, the quality? Because the start that Max had from third with the slipstream ended up oh. winning him the race right oh. so it's like it's like you know oh, oh like saying. oh no yeah like our our junior driver sonoda and our sister teams in our way and we can't post the times we need oh no we're gonna have to start behind the mercedes we'll oh. we'll just blame sonoda make it seem like we really wanted right, pole right. like again you always do want pole you'd prefer to be yeah like off the front but yeah like just that's like a good point. Max oh, got a slipstream that won him the race because he yeah. just was gone after turn one. Yeah. So I don't know. Like, and there was some talk about like there's some like I've seen a couple little articles or little things come out where it's like, like okay, did like did Red Bull maybe plan this or like was this right. maybe like they were like just playing it off like they were upset to kind of bluff to Mercedes and say like oh shoot we really wanted pole because our car needed pole or something and then all of a sudden they get they get into the race and Mercedes has like this false sense of security. Anyways, I've just seen a little bit about that. Oh. So, I don't know if it's Mama. like I think at the end of the day, I think yeah, it's like not Sonoda's fault, but kind of what was he doing? Yeah. It's like that is the interesting part for sure. That's a good that's Sector a good 3 is a tough one though to kind of get out of the way if you don't get out of the yeah. way on that DRS straight on the back cuz then you're into the stadium and like Yeah. It's just, yeah, it's just a tough one. That's fair. No, that's a good point that you raised. I didn't think about it that way. Because it does seem like Sergio, what he just says, he's like, I got distracted, and that's why he bailed. But I don't, I don't know. It seems right? to me it, Sergio could have kept... I, like, it's a it's a weird, weird excuse. It's, and it, it just, just makes you think, like, how it. much, like, strategy really, like, <laughs> these teams are doing. Because, like, if you're right. doing that, like, with like your junior drivers and like your sister team. It's like, wow. Okay. I, I don't know. I, I doubt it. I doubt that that's actually like kind of a reason, but yeah, I don't know. No, that's fair. Makes you wonder. Yeah, it does. That's for sure. No, that's really interesting. Um, so yeah, so it ended up being a totally different, um, qualification that we predicted. Mm-hmm. Mercedes I'm doing air quotes, beat out yeah. Red Bull. Um, if they had actually gotten decent qualifications, it, would Red Bull have beaten out Mercedes still? I actually don't think they would have. Oh, I, yeah. I, the times they were posting, and the kind of like first half of a lap that Sergio and Max were having anyways, yeah. it wasn't going to be good enough. No. So, um, okay. So those were our predictions. And then... It came to race day, and our race predictions, we said, I said, Sergio Lewis Leclerc, <laughs> <laughs> which doesn't, which, uh, I mean, it's, it's a reach. 
Yeah. It's a bit of a reach. You got two, like, drama. Lewis, you got right. You get, he did get second. That is true. I did get second. And Sergio was on the podium, and yeah. Leclerc, Leclerc was, like, fifth, so he was That's up true. there. But we have to really applaud the prediction from the man across the table from Oh, me. yeah. He predicted Max, Lewis, and Sergio in let's that order. So let's yeah. hear it for him. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I will... Uh, um, graciously accept this honor of nothing you get nothing you get nothing for predicting the finishing uh result would we have predicted p4 though and for i don't think i would have no definitely not p4 definitely. was a surprise p4 going to pierre gasly the frenchman in the alpha tori in the so alpha tori yeah, he raced. He he raced a heck of a race. Incredible. We'll race. probably get to that a little bit later too. I was gonna say, why don't we? Why don't with that? Let's jump then straight in. Well, are we our... not doing the other prediction? Oh, we can yeah. we can keep it. You know, we gotta do that prediction now. Yeah. We gotta do it now. Okay. Are we? Um, I don't know if we. No sound. Yeah, oh, no yeah. sound bite. No, we gotta do it. Well, here it is for you all. Okay. <laughs> it's the Mazepin prediction time. What position will he finish in? Oh, where's he gonna be? Is it gonna be last? Probably. <laughs> so Taking a big drink. <laughs> I always find it hilarious how quickly that sound bite ends. It's it's pretty it's pretty abrupt. We had the set audio uh, music and we just had to end it right there. <laughs> but um, but it's gold. It's gold. Quality gold. It's gold standards by the phone call podcast. Favorite time of the episode. It's our Mazepin prediction time. But like the so, review of it. Th- yeah, I guess this is our review of the Mazepin prediction time. Um, I predicted last week, I predicted 16th. He was Pretty bold. DNFs. Pretty bold with was, this one. I was bold. Was Although bold off, the, off start, the start, after the the uh, safety car, definitely he was like, what was he it? Eleventh. Looking promising. Eleventh, just out of the promising. points, and then he, then he dropped to what my prediction was. Eighteenth, exactly right. Again, Another prediction exactly Ooh, right on the weekend. Yeah, way to go, Carl. Good job. Win. So I've got lots Congrats of breaking rates this week. Lots of breaking rates. So we'll see if I can carry it into next week, but yeah. Um, I'm trying to see. Honestly, though, like even though he did look good um, after like the safety car went Mm -hmm. by, like I think it was like four laps and then he was back down to 16 or 18. It was like. I didn't because I didn't see I didn't see that part. I I can't remember. It was pretty quick. I think that he dropped all the way down again. And I think it was because he pitted too. I don't know. I. I, I gotta, yeah, we'd have to look it up, but I'm, I'm almost certain I remember being like, wow, he's like up there. This could be interesting. No, (laughs) no, we don't care, but (laughs) don't care that much. Um, but no, it was looking promising. My prediction may not have been that bold, but no, would have been technically almost mediocre. It would have been not, not foreign for sure. Um, yeah. So that's our Mazepin prediction time for the episode. Wow. I can't believe we created a soundbite for like a minute's worth of content. 
worth but it. This is what the people wanted. This is what they want. Absolutely worth it. Um, moving on. Moving on. Um, we talked about. Oh, okay. So winners and losers. Winners so and losers. Yeah. Who who's your winner driver? Obviously winner driver. Not, not like the yeah best not, driver of the yeah. Day. That's Ooh. what we're gonna say. Best and worst. Yeah. Well, I feel like the winner loser is more like our opinion on. Right. Not like the. Best. Oh, okay. Yeah. Sure. I don't sure, know. Sure. sure. Hey, I will say our opinionated winners and losers. <laughs> I will I'm say. Biased. Okay. I want to say. Do my, you want to say something? I do. I would like okay, to. Say something. Um, who I'm going to say is Pierre Gasly. Um, oh, and okay. we kind of alluded to it a little bit earlier. Um, but yeah, Pierre uh, got P4 mm-hmm. out of a race that had some chaos at the beginning. Um, he managed, I think he qualified fourth too, didn't he? No, he qualified fifth. Fifth he or sixth? Fifth, I think. Yeah. Um, just had a really solid race. Um, mm-hmm. He has uh, his uh, uh, radio at the at the end of the race is, is kind of funny. He's just, he's like really happy about the race, but he goes on to say he was like, he's, he was a bit lonely out there because he, he really oh, yeah, was. Like yeah. it was like... Um, Max, Lewis, and Sergio were all within about, I think it was like 20, mm-hmm. 15 seconds of each other. And then it was like 35 seconds to Gasly. And then it was like 35 seconds to Leclerc and Carlos. And so he was very alone, just kind of racing, doing his own thing. But he did a really good job. Yeah. Um, and then overall, like, I think, like, as an, as a part of, like, Gasly, I think, like, the Red Bull teams had a good weekend. Like, obviously, Sonoda did not. Sure. But, yeah. uh, like, Red Bull really like maximized what they could have this weekend yeah um are now one point behind mercedes in the constructor standings max is like right like well he's got a safe lead to lewis now mm-hmm. in the driver's standing so i think i think red bull and gasly as a part of kind of the red bull teams has were the winners my losers i'm i'm gonna say and I don't like he's not like the loser like he didn't force right. us but Bottas yeah. just poor guy you know got spun at the beginning and then just couldn't couldn't get through the the traffic Daniel Ricardo's in front of him the whole time it's just tough so yeah that's that's my my thoughts yeah it was a tough race for him for sure um what was I gonna say I like what you said about Gazi it reminds me almost a little bit of like think it would have been uh was it the last season last season but or maybe it was the season before covid when ferrari was kind of they were still could still like kind of good still pushing the top three but not always quite and Mm -hmm. i remember there being a lot of times where it was like that for charles where he was just like oh yeah yeah, yeah. or something for like most of the race, but just by himself. Yeah, like it would be like Max. It Max would be splitting the the Mercedes, and yeah. then Charles would be like, yeah, like forty seconds behind, and then behind yeah, exactly. him was whoever was in fifth, and they were like a minute away, kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, driving his own race basically. And so that was Gaz. That was almost like what happened though in in Austin last race. Yeah, that's true. Right, yeah. like he he basically just did that. So yeah. it is. It it does seem to be whoever's in fourth. It is. Quite They're just kind of like alone. They're just, just doing their own thing. Behind a little bit. Yeah, they, they somehow the break away from the pack. You're yeah. basically first of the rest. Oh, yeah. You, you get the clean air because top three are so far ahead. Yeah. And with that clean air, you're just cruising. Well, and a track like this, yeah, if you get clean air, it's 
you yeah. can you can drive way faster. Yeah. So, um, okay, cool. So you're, yeah. You're, I, I guess driver wise, Gasly, and then um, as a winner, and then Bottas as a loser. But then right. overall winners again, Red Bull and Gasly, kind of as a tandem. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Um, for me personally, my winners. Um, my winner team. No, sorry, my winner driver. I'm gonna say. I have to go. I have to go with Sergio. Oh yeah, I just have to go. That's with fair. That's my fair. man Perez because I had high hopes for him this weekend and he delivered. And yeah, I'm really proud of him for that. Um, it was just like such a heartwarming, good race oh. weekend for him. Totally. Did you see the message that Charles sent? No. There was oh my gosh, there was a heartbreak. It like. It was it kind of it really broke my heart. Is it gonna make me cry? Um, it might it might make you cry. Charles made a comment about um, Sergio's dad um, being at the at the race. He said Checo received a call from Charles Leclerc and said, "Checo, you don't know how happy it made me to see your parents celebrate like that. Tears came to my eyes. I would have loved my father to see me." Oh man, now I'm gonna cry. I, was, I know, right? Oh, <laughs> I was like, if man. you if you guys don't know, um, Charles Leclerc lost his father. I think he was like 13 or 15. Like he's he's just kind of getting into racing. Mm-hmm. Um, so he lost his father a little bit, yeah, a little while ago, and had a very good connection with his dad. So yeah, I can imagine that would be pretty. Just to see that, like that connection, yeah. With, especially I, with yeah, I, I should have said for my winner of the weekend was Sergio Perez's dad. Sergio Perez's guy was dad. celebrating True. like, oh man, True. like his. I think the F one like Twitter page. Oh, they their, love him. They M1. love him. They're, yeah, they're just is all over their feed. Actually, as well as like, I think their profile banner is just that photo of, of yeah, Max uh, and Sergio uh, holding the Mexican flag, and his dad's in between. <laughs> he's just going. He's well, crazy. like, who, who's the um the Honda representative um for Red Bull? That's always like their um, oh. I don't know his name. I don't remember his name. But yeah, At the end of the race, though, Sergio Perez's dad like went up to him and just latched onto this this <laughs> Japanese guy, and like I think they like I'm sure they both speak well like good English and they can both communicate with yeah. each other. But this poor guy just was like, oh my gosh, like this is so overwhelming, like. Just very nice Mexican man is just jumping on me. Yeah, <laughs> it well, was just really funny. Perez Senior was he was yeah overjoyed. He's having a good time, really rightfully good. so. Yeah, honestly. rightfully so. Honestly, um, sorry I kind of interrupted. And then yeah, you're a loser. I don't know what was it. Oh yeah, so Sergio is my winner. Um, even though I predicted him to get the win, I think that was a bit of a long shot. Um. Would that would have cool. really that would have really it would have been really cool. Um, first Mexican to get a podium at his home Grand Prix. Yeah, too. yeah, we did. We had That's mentioned big, the, the history. So he made history. Did make history. Did get Honda made history again too. Yeah. In that, um, Honda hasn't. I don't know. I, I guess no, no. I guess they haven't won since. Um, at Mexico, maybe in since 1965, which was their first win as a engine provider mm. and this weekend was their 88th win oh but also in mexico so kind of cool um but my probably loser of the the day um i gotta say Batas is an easy one 
mm-hmm. for me. I kind of also, I just got to look at the race results quick again. Um, I thought it was cool that. Oh, you know what? All right, I think loser of the day is a might might go to uh, might have to go to. Oh, it's hard to say. I want to say, I kind of want to lean towards Latifi. Yeah, he just didn't have really a great race at all. Wasn't he involved in? Something though, I thought he. I think he was involved in the accident at the start, or something like that. I thought, yeah, I. Maybe he wasn't. I can't remember, but I also just feel bad for him, so I don't really want to pick on him too much. (laughs) (laughs) He's last, so it's like hard to say. Like it's kind of like saying Mazepin had a really bad race when that's like that's just kind of. Although Williams did, they struggled. This the Mexico was not their track. That is true. They did not. I mean, didn't Russell get into Q three? He did, but then he, he like, oh, like, dropped. Like, I'm pretty sure, um, yeah, Russell, no, he was 16th, 16th to 16th, yeah. Latifi oh, okay. was 13th to 17th. That's who oh, it was. Oh, right. Yeah. So. Yeah. So, I don't know. I would probably just go with Bottas then, in a sense. Um, I mean, he did kind of get screwed over at the start with that accident but he didn't really show much for it for the rest of the race yeah i mean it's a tough track to do it i mean you see norris did start further down too and he made up some places but barely made it in the top 10 so yeah actually mclaren not a good race yeah we'll talk about that in a bit um i kind of find it funny that the uh the old vets Trio vettel reikonen alonzo got into that top 10 just i didn't notice that like I was tempted to almost say maybe that Raikkonen would be maybe one of my more winners of the day. Yeah, no, he did Just pretty good. As an alpha getting into the top 10. Fernando drove pretty good. I mean, they all made up two or three positions. Like Vettel went from 9th to 7th, Raikkonen 10th to 8th, and right. uh, Fernando went from 12th to 9th. And there you go. So, pretty good. Good, from, good job from the old fogies. <laughs> um <laughs> Yeah, it was good. Um, so with that, um, yeah, I guess we could talk about the McLaren and Ferrari. Yep, and I guess we see it again. Yeah, evidence again that I think Ferrari might take this one, or if anything, it'll be really tough for McLaren to claw back. Yeah, no, it's uh, definitely is very much. I think, I think it's kind of over. Uh, I mean, we see it now. It's Ferrari's two sixty eight, and McLaren is two fifty five. It's kind of wild though, like as as much as Ferrari has been doing better, like Charles and Carlos have not caught up to Lando. Like Lando still has so many points. Like he's oh yeah, hundred and fifty points. He's still in fifth. Like Perez just passed him this weekend. That is true. Yeah. So it's like it's all those podiums at the start of the season, right? So funny. So it's just kind of funny, but but no, it definitely it is. It's like pretty apparent that. McLaren mm-hmm. is not something's going something's going a little bit wire yeah hey wire there um it's interesting I guess and then then the discussion of more constructors battles is the Mercedes and Red Bull battle which I mean we were talking about it I don't know how many episodes ago a couple episodes ago and 
look here we are now there's a one point difference it's yeah which wouldn't have been there if Bottas had not pitted and then made the uh the try four oh, fastest lap because right. he pitted again because the, the right. he got a radio call and it was like yeah there's no chance for points pit put on some softs and right. and do and we'll go fastest lap to steal it from Red Bull so that they wouldn't right. have that extra point because oh, they would have been ahead been now tied. yeah Oh man! So it's crazy. It's pretty, pretty wild. That's hilarious. Yeah. It just blows my mind that it's that one point. Sometimes that makes a difference so much. Um, but yeah, that's just with a little bit of step up from Sergio mm-hmm. and some uh, lacking driving from Valtteri. It's I don't even know changed it's, the constructors around. I think a little bit. I don't even know if it's lacking though, because Valtteri. I think I saw something, and it was like. In the last like six races, he's had his engine changed three times, but he's only he's scored one like like a handful less points than Max has somehow. Oh, like I I swear I saw something somewhere that said like over the 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 span of the last couple of races. Hmm. I don't remember where it was. Maybe it was on. I mean, I guess Netherlands. He got third. Italy. He got third. Russia, uh, where did he finish? Russia, he got fifth. Turkey, he got first. Mm-hmm. U.S., he got sixth. I don't know. I, I saw something somewhere, and it was like, yeah, like... Hmm. I mean, he hasn't been doing what we have seen him like in the last couple of years do, which has been thirds and seconds yeah, and the occasional first, but... I don't know if he's really lacking. I think he, it's just... Maybe it's just, yeah, Sergio just stepping it up more. Yeah. Getting more points, which has helped out the constructors a whole lot. Oh, yeah. Um, another constructors battle is Alpine and AlphaTauri. That one's pretty exciting. That one's actually pretty close. Both tied They're at 160 tied. now. One, 150, 160. AlphaTauri just getting carried by uh, Gasly. Gasly. <laughs> yeah, where is he in the driver? Ninth in the driver standings with 86... Fernando, yeah, so it's Gasly's got 86. Fernando and Esteban then both have are right behind him, 60 and 46. 46, And Yuki's got 20. Okay, so they, uh, no, sorry, I missed, uh, not 160 points, 106 points. But yeah, like it's one, two, one point to split. Yeah. Ferrari and McLaren has been kind of back and forth. Mm hmm. And then yeah, so now we've constructors got constructors battles this year. Yeah, like over half of the grid, constructor wise, is in a tight battle going into four races left. Which is pretty unusual. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, it's pretty nice. Haas sitting at the bottom. Zero yeah. points. They're in a tight race with Alpha. Alpha's only eleven points ahead. <laughs> <laughs> How much does um they've got? Oh, okay. They've got 25, 20. Williams has 23. 23. Yeah. Which. It's not a lot, but. No. Um, I think it's all scored by. I don't know. Latifi has seven. George yeah. has 16. Yeah, Giovinazzi with the one. Hey. Robert Kubica. I love how he's in there. Still in there, right? It's played. crazy. One race he's done. Huh. Zero points. Funny stuff. Um. With uh, the news, I guess, I guess the talk on Bottas. Oh, yeah. Um, 
There was also the stat put out on the weekend after that Bottas now has the most poles without a championship. Which is quite sad. Yeah, it's almost like, you know, like those, uh, the stats like for Russell when he was like getting pretty high with like most race starts without a point. Right. I feel like this is like a pretty, like a pretty tough stat. Like yeah. most race starts without a point. Okay. Like you never know what happens in a race. Maybe you're in a bad car for a number of years. Right. Mm-hmm. This is like, you've been good yeah, <laughs> and you've had a good car and nothing's gone your way. Yeah. It's. It's tough. I like, I'd be intrigued to know the mindset. I mean, like, what, six years in a car like that with the chances? Is it six? I don't think it's six. No, I guess it'd be five. Because, yeah, Rosberg left after his 2016. Was it 2016 for Rosberg? 2015? 2016 for Rosberg, yeah. So, yeah, so it would have been 2017 till now. So, five. yeah, I guess four or five. That many years on that kind of team, and it's just... I mean, to be that close, almost. I don't know. I but feel even, like, like, I don't even know if he's really ever been. like. And that's the other thing. You have Lewis Hamilton as a teammate who's right, just absolutely out of his mind good. I mean, it's just tough to go. I mean, that many years in that kind of position. And I don't know. I, personally, I would, I, fi- I think I'd find it hard because I'd just want to eventually go somewhere else. Which I mean, maybe he, I could. He is doing right. He's he's doing eventually. Yeah, I think, but he could have done that a lot sooner if he wanted to. Maybe. Yeah, I don't I, know. I feel like I feel like you have to ride it out though. Like when you're in F one, which is you just take the chance. You, you, you have you to got, you right got even opportunity. Yeah, not? even if yeah. it's terrible, even That's if true. like nothing is going your way, right. to then walk away from the best chance you have. Yeah, it's like. Why would you do that, right? Yeah. Like, yeah, it's kind of weird. Well, that's a fair point. So, yeah, sad for Bottas there, but um, he's finally fin- getting into the Kimi Raikkonen fin finish ways, where it's just kind of okay. We'll go all race. He's a hobby. Yeah, just a hobby for just him. Just a bit of a hobby. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um. I believe that wraps us up. Yeah, I think that's I everything we wanted to talk I about. I think that's. I don't think there's anything more to talk about on this race. It was a good weekend overall. Mm-hmm. A little Mexico action is always fun. Um, never provides a dull race. No, yeah, crowd was awesome. Whole Seriously. weekend. Yeah, whole weekend. It's cool to see. Cool Super to see loud. Sergio, I can't imagine how that would have been. Uh, for him yeah some really cool photos that came out of yeah it you sure. see the one of his son at the podium yeah. leaning yeah. on the uh, that was really cool that actually almost made me cry i was like oh man that's oh. so nice oh. <laughs> almost brings a tear to my eye yeah that was pretty cool yeah. cool but with that uh we will conclude and uh thank you all for listening um hope you enjoyed the grand prix weekend as much as we did if you watched it you know mm-hmm. if you just watch highlights that's okay yeah you know, there's always next weekend. There's always next weekend. Uh, Sao next Paulo. Weekend. Sao Paulo. Next weekend. Brazil. What's that race time start? I think it's like 11 for it's us. 11. It's uh, got to be. It's going to be earlier. Yeah, that is. I think it's, oh, it's 10. Well, that's not bad. It's 10 a.m. for us. Mountain Standard Time. But there is the sprint qualifying. Yeah, no, that'll be exciting. Can't talk too much about this weekend anyways. I mean, you know, let's save that for the review yeah. episode, of course. But... 
Um, couple more points up I mean, for play well, there. We got the triple header coming up. So yeah, this weekend and then the weekend after that. So got some good good race content coming up. So you'll have to stay tuned. Yeah, keep tuning into the to the podcast if you want to stay up to date on maybe some uh, news that you want to hear about. I mean, maybe, maybe. I wonder if there's people out there. <laughs> you give me that face. For Glazing me. my eyes over. My eyes. No, I'm. Ooh, ooh. I wonder if there's playing YouTube videos. No, that was my email from school. Oh my gosh. Um, I wonder if there's people out there that don't see the results and just listen to the podcast. And so they watch the or they listen to the preview episode and they're like, Oh, these are their predictions and then they hear the review episode and they're like, Wow, this were these are the results. So people are living vicariously through us yeah, in their F one. Pretty much. I maybe if you're out there i mean i don't know we appreciate that if that's appreciate you and the support you're giving us by just listening to our yeah there was um (laughs) i I looked at my phone today actually and i saw like uh, an instagram thing and it was like someone tagged the phone call podcast and i was like oh cool that's neat like who did that it was your fiance and she was tagging our page in one of those win a free something contests. And I was like, <laughs> I was just livid. I was so ready to message back me. Please do not use this page for your like, whatever, so wildest no dreams. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I was just, I was like, okay. That's really funny. Way to make me think we've made it. <laughs> so get her in line. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> That's funny. Okay. Well. I guess we'll conclude it there then. Yeah. Um, yeah. Thanks again for listening, everybody. If you don't follow us already, you can follow us on Instagram at the phone call podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, and with that, we bid you farewell. Adios. Adios. And now. Goodbye. Goodbye. I was going to say something Brazilian, but we'll save that for the next episode. Yeah, that's for the preview. This you is guys about Mexico. Tune into that one and you'll find out what we say. So, so adios. So adios from Mexico. Mexico. Adios. Adios.